Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Talking math with tweens, help your kids plan, train their brain. Remember this. Discoculia and ADHD are independent and should be treated that way, and easy is a four-letter word. This is our podcast for week 25 of 2020, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services. Welcome back to the studio, Dr. Schroeder. Well, as always, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. How have you been this week? Well, really well. It was a great week. Great yes, week. Yes, absolutely Lots good. of work done. A lot. A yes. A lot. Good, 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 good. Well, let's dive into uh, our, our links and please give us some of your views and, and backgrounds on it. It says here, talking math with twins. Now, that does not sound like my ideal pastime. <laughs> well, sometimes you will get the idea that the best way of talking to your tween, uh, not twin, huh? twin is 20 uh-huh. and tweens is the, the 12 and the okay. Uh, okay. teenagers about anything is only via social media but okay exactly anyway this is a great uh, article on the uh, kqed website it was very practical tips to talk with your uh, tweens your teenagers about math and it's all about uh, bringing math into the common conversations about uh, daily life and make sure you keep it fun too. Um, the story has an example of a family who, during shopping, do their own version of the Price is Right with <laughs> the kids. It's fantastic. So they need to figure out what the Absolutely. Cost is. <laughs> also, just simple suggestions like ask open-ended questions. Just make it into a conversation, not a right or wrong thing. And I love that story of uh, identity development uh, that's referred to in this uh, uh, post. Here is a Mr. Danielson who agreed with his 13-year-old son, Uh a per pound, UK would be per dollar um, in US rate, to pay for his son to help with producing a math toy that uh, tessellates. And that uh, father said, well, okay, now you can calculate yourself uh, how much money you get. So that made it uh, very tangible. And those type of things, like the playing the game um, of the prices, right? Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the size of the desolation. That, that definitely um, helps kids to feel that math is actually useful. And that helps them to... Um, pay attention in class later on also because right. it's yeah. it has a function it is useful it's not just right. uh, something that a teacher wants you to do right exactly good plan good plan so our next link says help your kids plan train their brain now how are we going to do that <laughs> yeah this is from the washington post and uh, it goes back there's a lot of suggestions uh-huh. um it's really fantastic for parents who have a child who has some symptoms of either learning difference uh, and also ADHD. It goes back to that study from Valerie Schroeder and Michelle Kelly that was uh, 
publicized a few years ago in uh, early child development and care. And they studied associations between family environment, parenting practices, and executive functions in normally developing children. Right. And the result was um, to realize how important it is that you have a positive family environment. And, well, we can... We can um, uh, say that that's kind of general knowledge right. but also parenting practices and those were leaving the child choices but also setting clear uh, boundaries and that helped with the development of executive function it's even more important for children who uh, have a uh, learning difference, uh, right. dyscalculia, ADHD. It's a really good study. And the findings should be more out there uh, for, for parents. Maybe a, a parent meeting in a school could go over this. That's a good idea. And they have the, the hints are, are easy to do. For planning, they say, like, kids first need to notice what they have been doing at the end of the day. Right. And then they can learn to assess what value was, what was a valuable activity and what was not. And from there, you can set priorities. That's obviously not from the beginning. They first need to uh, go through the first two steps. You can, for instance, say, and that, that's an, a nice suggestion to have here, um, every day uh, you need to do something to help your own body. So sing so sport or whatever activity you need to do something that helps your mind anything mm -hmm. thinking related and also the third something to help your family and they can nice. keep track of that nice, yes. and so they learn to plan their day a little bit more by being more um, aware of how they spend their time and what is important okay good 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 well, our next link says, it's a, it's a picture. It says, remember this. And why don't you read us the, the nice quote that it has there? Oh, yeah. Yes, I can do that. Um, it says, sometimes the most brilliant and intelligent minds do not shine in standardized tests because they do not have standardized minds. The quote is from Diana Ravitch, who's a research professor of education at New York University and a historian of education. And she's, oh, by the way, the founder and president of the Network for Public Education, NPE. Okay. So, um, she knows what yeah, she's talking about. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, follow her blog. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's a very good point. It's a very good point. Uh, what more can we say about it? Now, our next link says dyscalculia and ADHD are independent and should be treated that way. Do you agree? Yes, I, I, I certainly do that. You have kids with ADHD without dyscalculia, kids with dyscalculia and no ADHD, and you have kids with the combination. So it's, it's absolutely two different things that may or may not uh, coincide. So this is based on an article, ADHD and dyscalculia, Evidence for Independent Familiar Transmission, that was in uh, pubmed.gov in uh, several years ago, actually. But 
it is still important to have a good reminder. They are two separate issues. And uh, what I see a lot in schools is that they focus on one of them. And that is then um, the only thing that's they the look label. at. That's yeah. the label right. that student gets. And right. they overlook uh, any other uh, label. Neurodiverse uh, is... is a, uh, this is part of neurodiversity, but they're really different diagnoses and different treatment also. Right. It's in the same area, but not the same thing. Right. And, and I do agree that one impacts the other, but they are so different that teachers and parents need to understand and not think that uh, medication for ADHD is all of a sudden uh, magically going to uh, remediate their dyscalculia. <laughs> yes, right. they can maybe... <laughs> focus better and uh, get more out of a dyscalculia uh, tutoring session, but it does not uh, solve that. Right, 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 right. Good point, good point. Now, that brings us to our, uh, our last of all, this is interesting, uh, our last link, it says, easy is a four-letter word. <laughs> That's definitely true. Um, this is from um, Edutopia. Also a very good uh, website that we refer to more often. And uh, they have a, an entry that says, uh, a word to drop from your teaching vocabulary. And that's the word easy. So it's not a bad word in general, but when you work with children who have this cochlea, if you say, oh, let's start with an easy question here, you cannot imagine the damage you're doing if they do not even understand the so-called easy thing, question, right. which is for them right. definitely not so yeah. easy. Um, and we can better refer to things like, we're going to repeat something new. So we did do it before. Or let's try this one again. But please stay away from easy. Um, instead, insist that um, practice makes perfect. So you practice this again. Or link um, an encouragement for a new activity with something you knew your student excelled in. Or uh, remind them that it's okay to struggle. And they will get through it. And if they need help, you can always give them some help, obviously. But please do not say that this was an easy question. Good point. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder. Those were the, uh, the links for this uh, week. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, on her continuous mission to add more DiscoCulia tutors uh, to this world. And for that, she has her her uh, online training ready for you to start at any time you like and the training can be found at discoculiatutor.org Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead You can also find us on Facebook we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage you can send your questions, comments, and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you, and until next week, you can count on us. <laughs>